Welcome to the How to Win at Life podcast. My name is Toby Strong, and I'm going to give you maximum value in the shortest possible time to help you win at life. Here we go. If you've been paying attention, you will have noticed that I'm a bit late with this episode. I was joking around with the team at work that I wanted to catch COVID while I had a broken knee just to get all the crappiness out of the way in one hit. Well, my wish came true and I regretted that wish pretty quickly. And COVID hit me much harder than I was expecting and it's just been a super slow recovery. But anyway, the show goes on, so let's do this. Over the past two episodes, I've been talking about my journey identifying my unfair advantage in life. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about how we can harness this into a side hustle, which could potentially replace your job if you want it to. Let me start by saying I wasn't aware of this tool when I started my entrepreneurial journey, which includes a few failed business and my greatest success yet, which is our coffee pod business, Urban Brew. But whenever I reflect on my journey and all those failed attempts when I was younger, knowing what I know now about this tool, I wish I had this knowledge back then because it seriously would have saved me just years of pain and suffering and what felt like just stumbling around in the dark. If any of you have even the slightest ambition to start a side hustle, please listen up and take this seriously. I know when you're starting out, stuff like this sounds a bit woo-woo and taking direct action feels more important. But trust me, if you get this right, all of your future actions will be more effective. As they say, there's no point rowing if you're going in the wrong direction. But I understand, even after listening to the last two episodes, coming up with your own unfair advantage statement will still be quite challenging. It's, it hasn't been easy for me. And it probably won't be easy for you either. So I've got some more examples that are going to help get the ball rolling for you, which are maybe you have a high degree of empathy or maybe you're a gun with spreadsheets or you're naturally a really funny person or you've got OCD and you're a neat freak or maybe you're a very creative person or a photographer, or a musician, a designer, an author, an animator, an app developer, whatever it is. All these random things can potentially become your unfair advantage because if something comes naturally to you that doesn't come naturally to others, you have an edge. I suggest listing all the things which you feel that you're better at than the average person, no matter how random they are, just to get the ball rolling. Or like I said in the previous episode, sometimes things which we perceive to be negative can feed into our unfair advantage. Like maybe you've supported someone in your family with mental health issues, or maybe you've experienced this yourself, or maybe you've had to flee your home country or state and start a new life somewhere else from scratch. And once you've jotted a few things down as your potential unfair advantages, how do you turn this into a side hustle? Simple, you help people. That's all a business really is. All businesses help people fulfill their needs, wants, desires. You just need to provide enough value that someone is willing to pay for it. And this comes in many different forms, which we'll cover in a minute. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. How can I compete with what's out there already? And the answer is that you compete with real life experiences and authenticity, which a lot of these bigger businesses lack. 
I don't want to hear some expert's opinion because they've likely had the luxury of dedicating a huge portion of their time to a certain topic. I want to hear from someone just like me who's juggling multiple responsibilities. Like, how did they manage to overcome their challenges on top of dealing with everything else in their life? And on this topic of fitting stuff in, you might be thinking, how could I possibly fit this into an already busy life? A few points on this. Because you're tapping into your unfair advantage, this should be something which comes quite naturally to you, which means that it's not going to feel like work. It's just going to feel like a hobby which potentially makes you some extra money. A great quote by James Clear I heard recently is, it's only work if you would rather be doing something else. Find a way to carve a career out of what you already want to do. I love this quote. And if you're able to do this, you'll find that you'll just have boundless amounts of energy because you actually want to do this more than you want to do other things. Also, I'm certain that you can find an extra hour or two every single day simply by cutting out or at least cutting down the amount of social media scrolling that you likely do on a daily basis. And doing this new thing will actually make you feel better about yourself than scrolling on social media anyway. There's a concept called 1000 True Fans, which suggests to be a successful creator, you don't need millions of dollars or customers or clients or fans. All you need to do is earn, on average, $100 profit from each true fan. Now, if you're creating content like a blog or teaching a course, most of this income is going to be profit already because the costs are low. It's mostly just taking up your time. But if you're creating a product of some kind, then you may need to sell $200 worth of product to earn that $100 profit. However you choose to earn your $100 per true fan, if you times $100 by 1,000 true fans, then you're earning yourself $100,000 a year. Or maybe it's 100 true fans, but they're willing to spend $1,000 a year on whatever it is that you're offering. Or maybe it's something in between those two things. Don't get too stuck on these numbers. They're just rough guides. And yes, it may take a few years to build this up, which is fine. This starts off as a side hustle. You're still earning your primary income from an existing job while you get started. So there's nothing to worry about. But as this grows, it gives you the freedom to pull back from your existing job, possibly pull back to part-time. And then once you hit this 100K or whatever it is that you need, then you have the freedom to resign if you want to. Or if you really enjoy your job, then you can continue doing both while it's manageable. When it comes to products, I've seen examples of people do exactly this with handcrafted knives and creating a lot of content around the blacksmith process so others can follow along and potentially create their own knives as well or handcrafted leather wallets, or handcrafted furniture. There are loads of examples of handmade or craft products. Just jump onto Etsy and just search around for some ideas. But then you may be thinking, well, I don't have the savings to start something like this and create a product. Well, for that, you can always start on Kickstarter or Indiegogo, or there's loads of other crowdfunding sites. Content can be easier than physical products. And I've linked an amazing story in the show notes about a guy who used a tool to search for website traffic 
And he noticed that soap opera related websites like blogs and other pages, um, soap operas like Days of Our Lives, were getting a huge amount of traffic. And he'd never actually watched a soap opera in his life, but he knew that there was an opportunity there. So he, he went on to Upwork, which is a freelancer website. Freelancers are people that just work you know, from anywhere around the world. And he posted a job for a writer who loves soap operas. And he found someone and he used them to write a blog for him, which he built up and he sold for $8 million a few years later. It's just an amazing, crazy story. I definitely recommend going to the show notes and checking that out. And however you choose to do it, once you have some traffic, I mean, once you have people visiting your blog or site or whatever it is, there are lots of different ways that you can turn this into money. There's network display ads and there's, you can ask people for for a subscription fee to, to look at your content, but I wouldn't get too hung up on that for now. Just focus on building an audience. For some other ideas, I suggest following Cody Sanchez on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, she's everywhere. I've linked to her site in the show notes as well, and she's great to follow to get some ideas flowing. She shows that there are some things that sound really boring on the service, but produce great results, like buying and setting up vending machines or ice dispensing units and just all sorts of random stuff. And she breaks down the financials behind it and shows that it can be actually very profitable. But I don't want any of you to feel like you're failing at life by not doing this. Starting a side hustle and running a business is incredibly challenging and stressful. And it's just, it's not for everyone. You really need to enjoy the process of problem solving and not view each problem as just this big burden. But if you do decide to tackle it, just remember, action is more important than perfection. Good luck, everyone. See you later. 